Pray with me, please. Holy Spirit, would you come into this place? Would you open our hearts and our minds as to what you might have to say? And would it be your words that are spoken here and not mine? It's your name we pray. Amen. Luke 23, verse 39. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Even though these criminals deserved that sentence. I can't even imagine the despair that they must have felt, the fear, the hopelessness, the pain, to be nailed to a cross and just to be waiting to die. I can't relate to that. But I can relate to despair. This word paradise comes to us from the Persian Empire. It means the place where everything is good, or heaven. In our culture, when we use the word paradise, we think of white sands and tropical beaches. For several years, my wife and I, we would travel to the Caribbean. We would go on a vacation every year, and we would treat ourselves, because for years, we had trouble having children. And we had many miscarriages. And we carried a a pain and and a a sorrow and a desperation with us. And so we found ourselves doing whatever we could to, to try to ease that burden. For years we would vacation just to try to make us feel better or maybe to mask the pain. And I can't speak for my wife, but I know that I would just bury this pain deep down inside. I wouldn't deal with it. And I'd try to carry it. The last year we went, which was about four years ago, um, I remember we, we were in our cabana, and my wife was sitting on my lap, and we were just holding each other, and we just began to break down in tears and cry. And for the first time, it was then that I finally released that burden, released that pain, to Christ, and I said, God, would your will be done? Sometimes God's answer is no. But I'm very blessed because my wife and I, we were pregnant the very next month with twins. The promise of salvation Jesus made to this criminal brings hope. Having a relationship with Christ brings us hope. Our relationship with Christ brings us hope for our eternity, but also hope for today as well. The Bible makes a very big promise. It says, In this day, or in this world, there will be trouble, 
Gang, I have friends right now who believe their marriages have failed. I have family members just recently who have lost jobs. I know people who have lost loved ones this past year. I know people who carry a burden because their family has hurt them. Most importantly, I know people like me, maybe like you, who are running from mistakes that they've made in their past, who are carrying the sins and the sorrows of things that they've done. Maybe you're in a place today where you need some hope. With his response, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus gives us three characteristics of salvation that we can trust and believe and that we could find hope for our future and for today. First, Jesus said, today. That means that salvation is immediate. The moment you ask Christ to save you, it is done. When you die, you either go straight into the presence of God or you go straight into the separation of God. Today means that salvation is immediate. Second, Jesus said, today you will. This means that salvation is certain. Jesus didn't say, well, you might. He didn't say, I hope. He didn't say, well, let me think about it. When God says you will, then you will. When you accept Christ, you can be certain of your salvation. But finally, and what I find to be most important and most hopeful, is Jesus said, you will be with me. Salvation is about a relationship. A relationship with Jesus Christ. A relationship with the creator and the savior of the universe. It's not about rules, it's not about regulations, it's not about rituals. Salvation is about a relationship, and salvation is about love. Did you know that there is nothing you can do to make God love you less? There is nothing you can do to make God love you less. And just as important, did you know that there is nothing you can do to make God love you more? Nothing. You can't earn it. Jesus Christ desires to have a relationship with you. It's the type of relationship that you could talk to one another all the time. It's the type of relationship where you can bring your burdens to the creator of the universe. No matter what you've gone through, he could relate. He's walked the footsteps. It's the type of relationship that brings us hope for our future and for today. This morning, as I was praying about coming here and speaking to you, I was holding my twin girls. And it was a wonderful, wonderful moment. And I thought to myself, sometimes they cry, sometimes they get upset. And they ask for something. And they say, Daddy, would you give this to me? 
And, and it's very difficult for me to ever say no. I thought about Jesus the night he was betrayed. And how he prayed so feverishly. And the Bible said that he sweat blood. And he prayed to his father. And he said, God, if it is possible, could this cup be passed from me? And I thought to myself, if either one of these girls were to ask me of something like that, I'd like to think that I'd be good, good enough to give my life for any one of you. But I know that I am not good enough to give one of my kids' lives for one of you. But that's how much God loves us. That he says to his son, I need to break you because I love them. 2 Corinthians 6.2 says, This is the hour to receive God's favor. Today is the day to be saved. I would bet that there are several people in this room that are going through some tough times today. I would bet that there's several people in this room that are looking for hope today. But I would also bet that there are several people in this room who've maybe just been going through the motions. Going through the motions of church because it's the right thing to do or because it's how we were raised. But maybe you've never really come to relationship with Jesus Christ. I would bet that because I was once one of those people for a long, long time. Romans 10.13 says, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. If you're ready to call on the name of the Lord and you acknowledge these truths about salvation, then I invite you to settle this issue of your eternal destiny today, once and for all. Whether you kneel or whether you stay seated, would you come now and would you pray with me? Dear Lord Jesus Christ, we adore you for the gift of glory won for us this day by your death upon the cross. We pray that as your cross is lifted up among us, all who see it might lay hold of you and with you know the sure and certain hope Know the sure and certain hope that heaven is their home. Amen.